My name is Bill Crockett, and this is Touch of the Master's Hand. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Touch of the Master's Hand. This is Bill Crockett. We're in a series entitled God's Plan for Our Life. And yesterday, we talked about the fact that God does have a plan for each of our lives. We don't have to leave life up to chance. We know that God's in control, and he does have a plan. So today, let's spend some time talking about the characteristics of God's plan for our life. We're going to start in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 1, where the Apostle Paul writes this. This letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus. I've been sent out to tell others about the life he has promised through faith in Christ Jesus. Notice what Paul says here, that he was chosen by the will of God to be. And in his case, it was to be an apostle. You know, God's will or plan for Paul was to be an apostle. But we could put each of our names in that phrase. Bill, chosen by the will of God to be, and then fill in whatever it is that God's plan for my life is. So what is it that God's chosen for us to be? How can we know what that is? Well, we're going to explore and answer those questions as we progress through our study later this week. But today, let's talk about the characteristics of God's plan. I'm going to give you five of them. Number one, God's plan is specific to each of us. God's plan is not a one-size-fits-all. God has a specific plan for each person. Look at what God said about his plan for the prophet Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. The Lord gave me this message, Jeremiah said. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. There's some interesting things here. God says, Jeremiah, before you were ever formed in your mother's womb, I already knew you. Before you were even born, I already had a plan for your life. And that plan was for you to be a prophet to the nations. God also has a specific plan for each of our lives as well. It may be teacher, a pastor, a doctor, a food service worker, a lawyer, a salesperson, missionary, music teacher, worship leader, or the list could go on and on. But what we need to understand is that God has a specific plan for each one of us, and that's why God created us. Number two, God's plan is good. If God's plan is for me to be a garbage collector, then that plan is what God deems good for my life, and he'll use me in that capacity to accomplish his purpose. The specific vocation is not as important as the work God wants to do through us. Remember what Paul said in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 13, where he wrote, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. God is working his plan in our lives to do what pleases him. Notice this verse says that God gives us the desire and the power to do what pleases him. And we're going to talk more about this on Friday, but it's important to understand that God's plan is something he gives us the desire to do, and that plan is a good plan. Listen to Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. 
God says, speaking to the children of Israel, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. God said, I have plans for good for you. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you or God's plan for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. In John chapter 10 and verse 10, Jesus said this, the thief's purpose, that's Satan, is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. My younger brother died with leukemia when he was 11 years old. At the time, I was a 13-year-old teenager more interested in playing ball than God's plan for my life. Little did I know how much my brother's life and death would not only affect me, but all my brothers and thousands of people over these last 40-plus years as I told his story of faith and how he faced death as a young believer. God's specific plan for my brother's life only lasted 11 years, but God is still using my brother's life today to change hundreds of people who hear his story. God's plan is always good. Number three, God's plan is not our plan. Isaiah 55 verses eight and nine say this, God is speaking. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. When I was eight years old and asked by my Sunday school teacher to write on a three by five card what I wanted to be when I grew up, I wrote a professional football player. By the time I was a sophomore in college, I'd surrendered to be a preacher. I spent almost 14 years as a full-time evangelist and pastor. Thinking this would be the path of my life, little did I know what God had in store. I never imagined the path of my life would eventually take, especially since the reason for the change in course was my own disobedience to God and turning away from his word. Now, some 25 years later, I'm closer to God than ever before and have been used by God to do things I never dreamed of. God has given me an opportunity to share his story and what he's done in my life with people I never imagined I'd have the opportunity to reach. God said in Isaiah 55 and verse 8 that his ways are far beyond anything we can imagine. We may think we have it all figured out, and it's at that moment God shows us we don't. Listen to Proverbs 16 and verse 9. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. God's plan is specific. God's plan is good. God's plan is not our plan. Number four, God's plan requires faith. In Jeremiah chapter one, verses beginning in verse number four, the Bible says this, the Lord gave me this message. 
I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Now listen to what Jeremiah said. Oh, sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. The Lord replied, don't say I'm too young, for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people, for I will be with you and will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Then the Lord reached out and he touched my mouth and said, look, I have put my words in your mouth. Today, I appoint you to stand up against nations and kingdoms. Some you must uproot and tear down, destroy and overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. Then the Lord said to me, look, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I replied, I see a branch from an almond tree. And the Lord said, that's right. And it means that I am watching and I will certainly carry out all my plans. God's plan for our life will take faith. We must learn to trust him. God will probably call us to do something that we don't think we can do, just like Jeremiah. But that's exactly what God wants. That way, you and I and all those around us will know that it's God, not us, that's accomplishing this. Trust God, follow him, and he'll do things in your life that will bring you joy you never dreamed you could have. And then finally, number five, God's plan is not always easy. Back to Paul in 2 Timothy chapter 1, where we started. Look at what he says in the same chapter, verses 11 and 12. 2 Timothy 1, 11 and 12, And God chose me to be a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of this good news. That is why I am suffering here in prison. Paul said, because of God's plan for my life, I'm now suffering in a prison. But listen to what he goes on to say. But I am not ashamed of it, for I know the one in whom I trust. You see, he trusted God's plan. And I'm sure that he's able to guard what I have entrusted to him until the day of his return. God's plan for our life is a good plan, and it will bring the best life we could ever live. However, that doesn't mean it's always easy or it's always what we thought our life would be. My life looks nothing today like I thought it would look 30 years ago. But then again, I'm not God. Trust the Lord. He knows what he's doing, and his plan is always good. While God has a specific plan for each of us, there are some things about God's plan that are true for everybody. And that's what we'll talk about tomorrow. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for creating us to accomplish your plan for our life on this earth. May we all have the desire and the power that you provide to do what you've called us to do and give us wisdom to know what that is. Now continue to bless us and give us a great week in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for joining us today on Touch of the Master's Hand, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.